Hello and welcome to this ep- week's episode of the WA GOP Report. This is Caleb Heimlich, the chairman of the Washington State Republican Party. Thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing election results. This was a very happy Tuesday, a very positive day for Republicans across the country, and we're going to dive into the different races and what they might mean for our prospects here in Washington State as we're already turning the calendar and looking ahead to the midterms in 2022. So the big news story, as I'm sure you saw if you were watching TV, was the Virginia's governor's race, where Glenn Youngkin pulled off a major win, uh, beating longtime Democrat power broker Terry McAuliffe. Uh, Youngkin swung Virginia... He was winning by about 2%. That was a state that went for Joe Biden by 10% just one year ago. That is a 12-point swing and is a huge momentum boost for Republicans across the country. And not only did Glenn Youngkin win, but also Winsome Sears won the lieutenant governor's race and a Republican was elected attorney general. Republicans swept the three statewide races in Virginia. They had not won statewide. We had not won statewide in 12 years since 2009. So that was very positive results. And also in Virginia, Republicans flipped six seats in the House of Delegates which gives them a majority. They flipped the chamber from Democrat control to Republican control. And so I think there's a couple lessons to be learned from Virginia. Number one is the issues matter. Republicans won really talking about kitchen counter issues. They were talking about education and standing for parental involvement, uh, parental say in what is taught their kids. But they also, Youngkin was running on charter schools and bringing back honor programs and excellence in Virginia education. And that message resonated in the suburbs. And he won back voters that maybe hadn't been voting Republican the the past couple elections. So I think a really good lesson there is we can talk about education and voters care about how their kids are educated. And they agree with us on wanting options. They want opportunities. And so Republicans will be talking about education in the 2022 elections. Youngkin was also talking about public safety and keeping the keeping our communities safe. And he was talking about the economy and rising costs, inflation, all those pocketbook concerns that people are looking at under Biden and the Democrats' radical agenda that are, are really a huge opportunity for us. Other results to look at was New Jersey. The governor's race is still too close to call, a very close race. But either way, however it turns out, the fact that it was a close race in a state that Joe Biden won by 16% last year shows a huge swing towards the Republicans. In New Jersey, Republicans flipped two state Senate seats and six seats in the state House you probably saw stories about the truck driver, Ed, Ed Durr, who defeated the president of the New Jersey State Senate, uh, Democrat Steve Sweeney. And this was a very interesting race to look at because you had a, a blue-collar commercial truck driver that was fed up, and so he ran for state Senate. He only raised $10,000. And he won that district by knocking on doors. 
There was an article where he was knocking on doors 20 hours a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and then Saturdays and Sundays. He was wearing through shoes. He was getting out. He was talking to the voters about how they were not represented in a state where the governor was out of control. That sounds like uh, someplace else I know, maybe someplace where I live. Sounds a lot like Washington State. And so that is an opportunity we have to, we want to recruit candidates in every district across the state to carry that message. And we might shock some people with some of our races in 2022. So I'm super encouraged. Uh, Elsewhere across the country, there was a House district in Texas that flipped. That was a big win. Uh, We won several statewide judicial races in Pennsylvania, which was great. We won some mayoral races and city council races in New York and Georgia, South Carolina as well. And now turning kind of to Washington State, we had some really good news and results here as well. Uh, There weren't a ton of partisan races on the ballot this year, but in a lot of our city council races, the business candidate and the candidate that was backed by local county Republican parties were winning. We are winning a seat in the Yakima City Council, which would be a big flip. Uh, That was Matt Brown, our Yakima State Committee man, very involved with the Republican Party. He was working hard, out knocking on doors. He's winning his city council race. In Puyallup, Dennis King is winning big. And the theme of his campaign was, let's not turn Puyallup into Seattle. And that was a message that really resonated in Puyallup. Dennis was getting 57, 58% of the vote. I went doorbelling with him and his team the Saturday before the election. So congratulations, Dennis. He's going to be a great city council member. We're flipping two city council seats in federal way, Jack Dovey and Jack Walsh. And this was a big focus on crime, public safety. It's the state representative from Federal Way, Democrat Jesse Johnson, that pushed the anti-policing legislation that Democrats passed this this past legislative session. And voters in Federal Way, there's a group called Stand Up Federal Way that engaged the community, that energized people. They supported these uh, two city council candidates, and they're winning. That is a huge opportunity for us as we look to the 30th legislative district in 2022 and an opportunity to flip a Senate seat and two House seats in the 30th legislative district. So I'm really excited about that. We also had good results this past Tuesday in Bellevue where our good incumbents are winning. A positive result in Spokane where Jonathan Bingle is flipping a seat that was held by a leftist. And now we'll have at least two common sense people on the Spokane City Council. Uh, We're winning some races in Burien, on the Burien City Council. And then in Seattle, maybe surprisingly, maybe not to some, it seems like the city is moving a little bit towards common sense. The radical socialist-backed candidates are losing the mayor's race. They're losing city council races. Uh, Sarah Nelson from Fremont Brewing is winning a council seat, uh, almost 60-40. She's much more of a common sense person that actually wants police officers. I know it sounds like a crazy thought. Um, And then in the city attorney race, Ann Davison is winning by 11% as of this recording. And that is the first time in 32 years that a Republican has won in the city of Seattle. 
Uh, now, Anne ran on the issues. She ran on cleaning up Seattle. She ran on prosecuting criminals, supporting law enforcement, restoring public safety to Seattle, making people feel safe where they live, where they shop, where they work. And that message resonated. And of course, she was running against an extreme radical candidate that was an abolitionist and an anarchist and hated the police and everything else. And no surprise to anybody listening to this, the Democratic Party endorsed that violent radical extremist and the voters repudiated them. The voters stood for common sense. I think there's an opening and an opportunity there. The last results I would highlight, which also I think give you a picture of some of the good news we're looking at, is in Snohomish County. Snohomish County Council races, Sam Lowe and Nate Nearing are two great incumbents on the Snohomish County Council. They were both running for re-election this year. Four years ago, Sam Lowe won with 57.5%. Today, he is winning with 60.5%. That is a three-point swing in his favor. That's good. Uh, Nate Nearing won four years ago with just shy of 60%. Right now, he is winning with over 70% of the vote. That's over a 10-point swing to the Republican Party side. And now Sam and Nate are both great candidates. Congratulations to them. I'm excited they get to keep serving the citizens of Snohomish County. But I think the positive lining there is in the 44th Legislative District, which is a swing seat and a district that we have an opportunity to win in 2022, if that district swings two points or three points to the right, we win. We elect a Republican there. And so there's really momentum is at our back. This reminds me so much of 12 years ago, 2009, when Republicans won the Virginia's governor's race and won the New Jersey's governor's race. And then a year later, we had the big red wave of 2010. So we're not going to take anything for granted, but it is clear that Biden's approval is tanking. Uh, Let's go Brandon is still taking over the country and people are ready for change. And we have an opportunity here in Washington state to, to get that message out, to organize like we haven't ever organized before, to take advantage of this historic opportunity to get our state and our country back on track to flip the four state Senate seats, the eight state House seats that we need. Uh, We'll give you an update next week uh, or the week after on redistricting. We're fast approaching the deadline of November 15th. And so we'll keep you posted on what the results of that. And we'll talk more with other guests and others as we build the big red wave in 2022. But for now, thank you for joining us. And we'll talk to you again soon.